Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I am good, Jared. How are you? <laughs> um, I have been better. So, if you uh, heard our brief release episode of yesterday, uh, you will hear that uh, we didn't have a normal episode come out on Thursday due to uh, it was kind of a lot of circumstances, but it relied on we were going to pre-record an episode on Sunday? Yeah, um, yeah. it was going to be Sunday or Saturday, either yeah. one. And then uh, I caught what Jamie had three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Not sure how, but it, that was what happened. And uh, so I was unable to record uh, Sunday. And so we, we had a brief announcement. So we got back from Disney today and we are recording now at nine o'clock at night. And I still don't feel good. Well, I feel better, but it morphed. It was one of those things where it, like it was one thing. And then you start feeling better and you're like, oh, I'm on the other end. And then it's like, ha, and it pops up and it's just this whole other thing. So uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to push through. Okay. Well, we hope you're feeling better soon. I hope so as well. Mm-hmm. I hope so as well. So uh, like I said, we just got back from Disney mm-hmm. and we had, we did a lot of stuff. So it wasn't, um, this was a family vacation yes this was to celebrate my niece's birthday who was turning five and my sister planned this whole big vacation with both sides of her family so that included us the kids uh, my parents my brother he was supposed to come but he couldn't make it and then 
his, uh, or sorry, her husband's side of the family, um, grandma and aunts and, and uncles and, and cousins, etc. Um, so it kind of, it kind of, it came together pretty good. You know, people, plans change and everything. And so we just kind of had to roll with it. But for the most part, it turned out pretty well. Yeah, no, it was it was uh, it was a midweek trip for us. So it was definitely different. So it was Monday through mm-hmm. Thursday, uh, so all, our entire schedules were kind of thrown off. So obviously, yeah. normally we record on Wednesday nights and we live stream that in uh, Club Thirty Two. So this week that did not happen. But uh, yeah, that's that's not how we normally we do it. But it was it was a good time. We did a lot of yeah. stuff. So we're gonna briefly. So today's episode will be uh, we're gonna talk about the news, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna talk about. Um, just one yeah. thing. Uh, what, what do we decide on? Uh, we're going to talk about Cinderella's Royal Table. Yes. Um, but th- it's just going to be a shorter episode just because, mostly because of you. <laughs> I would like to just go to bed. Yeah. So I would, I was like, no, because at first, I will be honest, Jamie was like, we're not going to record. And I was just like, mm-hmm. it's fine. We can get it out, make it short, and then I will just go to bed. So that's that's what we're doing here. And this these all most of these things were Jamie doing mm-hmm. them anyway. So it'll be fun. Right. Yeah, I was like, well, it'll make any sense either. Because Jamie was going to host. And I was like, well, you did all these things. So it would be like you interviewing yourself. Hey, I I would probably be fine with that if I had to do it. So, you know, we could now with this new <laughs> setup we have, we could probably make that work. But it's all studio. good. But yeah. It's all good. Uh, there was also the Tron uh, AP preview thing that we will talk about as well. Because mm-hmm. yes, that happened today. Well, everything we're talking. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's fresh off the presses that is and, fresh. And of our experience. But uh, but before we get to the news, we just want to remind everybody, if you would like to uh, you know, contribute to the show, you want additional content and uh, all that stuff, you can join Club 32, which is our private group. And that's where we have a lot more content. So we've got uh, Cool Kids Kitchen. We have the Club 32 show. We're soon going to be adding some things in there as well, like some watch parties. I'm gonna. We've been talking about this for years about adding some trivia as well. This has been a request. So uh, now that we're upgrading some equipment, should make it easier to do a lot more of these types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, we do normally we do live streams when we're in the parks. Uh, we have CTM Live that we do uh, each week for the episode, and uh, a lot more, a lot more things like that. So uh, you can also get 20% off of CTM Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. Uh, that's a private podcast feed private Facebook group and it's you know if you would like to connect or interact more with us uh there's a lot of you know Q and A's and stuff in the Facebook groups and everything like that so you know it's a great place to do that so if you're interested in there you can go to ctmvip.com and there's a monthly or yearly options that you can choose from uh, if you you can do a free trial if you'd like just to try it out and uh, see if it's for you so you can go to ctmvip.com and we would love to have you yes mm-hmm. All right. Well, like I mentioned, our first story is the Tron annual pass holder preview registration went live this morning, Thursday morning. Yes, it did. Okay. So (laughs) it was, as usual, another IT hiccup uh, because there was a lot of people that had trouble doing this. And unfortunately, you know, it's not going to be a success for everybody. Everybody that wants to uh, attend the previews are just not going to be able to because space is limited. But the problems with, you know, getting through the website and getting to the next page and getting kicked out of after you've logged in and, and yada, yada, just like over and over, just many things happened. Um, but we we were able to secure a spot for us. Um, so we'll be going um, the, I think it's March 10th is our date. Um, which is a Friday and that, that kind of worked the best for us. But, uh, yeah, so we, we did grab a spot and we're really excited to try it out. Um, the dates for the preview 
or the fourth through the sixth, and then the eighth through the twelfth. So some so some of those dates are blocked out for like the Pixie Pass and the Pirate Pass. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of had to be sure you did that. But once again, just a lot of a lot of problems with these these signups with like in this and DVC had a sign up as well today. Um, but like a lot of problems with that, a lot of problems with the pass holder. Um, yeah, like I just my issue is like I don't get why this this is a, an issue still. They've done this over and over and over and over again. There's always a problem. Always a problem. Uh, I could go into details uh, from... I'm not a programmer per se, but I've, I've dealt with programming teams. Uh, a lot of this is because years ago they started outsourcing a lot of their IT and their tech stuff. Um, so yeah. there's, there's usually communication lapses because it's overseas. Uh, unless, and yeah. unless that has come back, which I haven't read anything that it has. But um, yeah, I mean, typically Disney's... IT, when there's something big people want to do, you know, they get excited and then they're just left with, No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Basically, that's kind of how it tends to go. Uh, in fact, we never even got the email. So you're supposed to so, get the email to be able right. to sign up. So they announced on Monday that they were going to be sending out registration emails with a link that you would use to go sign up for the preview. Well, they leaked the link early, Uh-oh. and Oopsie. it was posted to all of the, the blogger sites, and, and so people were able to get onto the registration website, you know, page or whatever, and get in the queue before a lot of people didn't even get the email and know that it was live. So I think a lot of frustration came from that, and um, so like I knew. I knew from just experience of doing this many times that I'm just like, okay, I'm not even going to wait for the email. I'm just going to wait for a notification from one of the websites or one of the people that I follow that says, Hey, it's live. Go, go sign up right now. That's what I was waiting for. Right. Yeah. So I'm checking my phone all morning and we were at Disney. We were staying at Drury Inn and we're trying to check out of our room. We're getting everything packed up. We go down to breakfast and I'm like, okay, my phone's right here. I keep refreshing. I'm just going to go toast some bagels. And in that, in that time period, I get back and it's been like four minutes and they're like, the registration link live is like, oh my gosh. So by the time I get into the queue, I have more than an hour wait, like just right off the bat. How dare you go toast bagels? And then, well, this was at like 9 a.m. or 8.56 or 54. I can't remember what it was, but it was very close. It was really close to 9 a.m. And so I'm waiting in the queue and I'm, ref- and I'm, I'm not refreshing. I'm just, just waiting. And luckily I didn't have any problems once I got past the queue and into the, the place where you register. But yeah, that whole, that whole system is just very glitchy. And, um, I'm, I'm not shocked. But oh, I, I, I mean, wish I wish it was easier, and I wish it w- people had an easier time. I would be shocked if it went smoothly at this point. But what was yeah. that suggestion you gave? You said, "Why don't they just make a just like I a think one button?" The easiest thing you could do is that with the annual pass holders is create a essentially within the app. I mean, you could do it within the app, but create mm-hmm. a. I guess it would be called like you know how with you're with the guardians and you enter the queue to get into the queue, supposedly. Right. Um, they should just do something like that, allow you in there, and then once you're maybe once you're in there, you just talk about it, and then they assign you know random numbers. I don't know. There's there's ways in which you could do it that don't become some people waiting on emails to come through, some people scouring Twitter to wait for it, and it's just random. It just depends on who you're listening to and things like that. Because if this is your first rodeo, uh, you getting the email mm-hmm. on time 
is probably not going to happen or right. at all. I checked today. We still hadn't got the email. Now, we got the email about there's going to be an email. So we got the email about <laughs> right. the email, but we didn't right. get the email for the link. So I, don't, I have to check if I eventually got one. I didn't get one immediately. Well, usually but... it goes to me because okay. it's all under like all the the uh, info or whatever the, the account stuff's under my name. That's so weird though. I should get it too. Uh, yeah, I'm you just know, saying in past experiences, know. but yeah. So, anyways, that happened today, and if you didn't get one, <laughs> we're sorry. Sorry, it wasn't my fault. Uh, if it no, was up to it me, I would. You would. I would. You would see some changes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd come in there like uh, Ari, in uh, Ari. Uh, Ari? Uh, entourage. Oh. You know, when he just cleans houses. Oh. Go in the IT department. Start just. Just getting rid of people. All right. Well, that's that's that's. <laughs> if you've ever seen Entourage, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it was it was unfortunate that there were a lot of problems, but um, we you know we were lucky enough to get a spot, and we're re- really excited to write it. You know, it's during the day. Our our time is during the day because we will have our kids with us. My parents will be out of town that week, so we will have to uh, bring them along. But uh, they will not be writing. Our daughter, she's tall enough, but she's she does not want to write it. She'll end up writing it. You think so? I bet she'll end up writing it. As much as our daughter, if, if she tends to go through the phases where like she gets freaked out and then she talks herself into doing it. She also <laughs> has insane amounts of FOMO. Oh my gosh! Yes. So I think she'll probably end up because we told her she'll do guardians sometimes Mm -hmm. and we're like you know like tron's way less intense than guardians yeah so i bet she'll she'll probably end up doing it would be my guess and our son is too short still so he he's gonna sit out but i don't think he would like um, it either yeah but all that's to say that um we would eventually like to try writing it at night which we'll just wait until it officially opens um but we'll we'll be writing it at night Sometime in April, hopefully, but their preview is during the day because it's going to be like just a day trip. Just go up there, do some things, do Tron, and then and then come home. So, yep. So we got to go. We got a lot of like one day, two day things going on in March. So it's kind of crazy. But anyway, so that is just that's just kind of what happened. That's what happened today. That's what happened. That was a yeah. recap. So again, recap. if you didn't get it, apologies. And again, if it's your first rodeo, don't rely on the email. Uh, it's probably a good idea to like, I'm sure people, I know people in our Facebook group were posting it once it was live. Uh, I know club 32 for sure did. And then people posted on Twitter. Those are probably gonna be your best bets than relying directly on Disney just because that's kind of just how it's gone for the past. What is it? Five years of the show so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say that's about how you should probably handle that. So yeah. All right. The next bit of news we have is the bill to change Reedy Creek Improvement District has passed both the House and the State Senate of Florida. And then now uh, this moves on to the governor to sign it. Yeah. So we do want to talk about what. So a lot of people know this has happened or is happening. And there's mm-hmm. different phases of a lot of it was saying this was going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. All this stuff like that. So it looks like it's going to happen. Uh, but we want to talk about real quick what will happen once it's signed because there's there seems to be quite a bit of confusion about exactly what this means. Okay, so like these are just some of the the highlights, and there's more obviously in there, but this is the main stuff. So Reedy Creek Improvement District is to be renamed Central Florida Tourism Oversight District, which is a lot harder to say. <laughs> um, Very governmenty. <laughs> yeah, there's a board of su- supervisors to consist of five members, and those members will be picked by uh, DeSantis and confirmed by the Senate. The board members cannot have. Well, in future, it'll be picked by the governor, whoever that is. Yeah. Right now, it's DeSantis, but I'm just in the future. It'll be 
what, oh, who, I'm sorry. Whoever the governor is. Yes. Sorry. I just said it. Yeah. Uh, He's by the Florida governor. Forever. <laughs> forever. Right? <laughs> he wrote it in. I get to choose sorry. forever. No. So, yeah, the supervisors will be picked by the Florida governor and confirmed by the Senate. Uh, they will be consisted consisted of people that have not worked in a theme park or entertainment complex in the past three years. They must be Florida residents, and the RCID, which is the Reedy Creek Improvement District, can keep name for two years to continue to do business. Um, it will not be dissolved on June 1st, 2023. It will continue under new name and new rules. All debts and obligations of existing RCID continue to be valid and binding and is not expected that they will pay more in taxes and existing bonds will be honored. Um, so I think there was a little confusion about that, the taxes, the debts, the name. I think it was, there was a little bit of a confusion there. Um, so not a ton is changing. I mean, they're changing the name. They're changing who is, who I guess controls it. Um, well, a lot of things are a lot of what changes is the fact that Disney, if they want to do things, they have to go through this board now. Right. They're not able. I mean, before they could just do whatever they wanted to do. I mean, right. And I don't know. I mean, now it would have to be approved, obviously. But in the way it was set up before, they legally could set up a nuclear power plant if they wanted to. Yeah, they could do that. So, yeah, I mean, and I knew, you know, there was some banter back and forth about the taxes would increase on on residents and things like that mm -hmm. that seems to not be the case yeah. taxes disney pays honestly who knows when you're talking about corporate accounting right. it's all um you know they push numbers around differently so th that very well i don't know enough about that to know if that's true i just know when it comes to corporate accounting that can get kind of weird but yeah um, yeah so i mean for the people going to the parks i don't think anything changes out other than you'll just see a different sign in that area perhaps mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see as, you know, I, I would be shocked. I mean, I don't know. I guess the biggest impact would be if Disney decided they wanted to add something and the board voted no. Mm -hmm. So, well, well, I guess we won't really know what power impact it has until probably for a few years. So does the name change start in 2025? So they have two years. They can keep saying and right. using Greedy Creek. So it gives them two years right. to uh, essentially get signage and Got it. stuff like that. So okay. They can keep calling it Reedy Creek. So technically, nothing. Uh, you technically couldn't, won't change for like two years in terms of name. Okay. But yeah, that's it. That's uh, great. That's all we know. So a lot of it, you know, is sort of wait and see. And yeah, I just I had seen so much talk about it, and I just said we hadn't addressed it on the show yet. So I at least wanted to say something now that we know that it's passed the House and the State Senate. So. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that's interesting is the fact that it said uh, no board members can be people that worked in the, the theme park industry for like was three, years. three years yeah uh it's, it's interesting I, i'm assuming they're trying to keep that to where you just don't have people on that board that are just all theme park people that would then yeah just, you know uh, i guess rubber stamp it through but yeah i don't know well we will uh we will see we will see yeah so all right uh the next story we have is ongoing contract negotiations between disney and cast member unions are not going very well <laughs> Um, I'll try to kind of summar summarize this uh, in a very, very broad way. Um, but basically, the unions are asking for $18 per hour minimum this year and full retroactive pay. Disney is fighting this in that they are proposing a $1 per hour raise to $17 an hour and only $1 retroactive pay. Um, I will put a link 
in show notes for more information about this. Um, but basically, yeah, they and and the the unions, you know, are saying like cost of living is going up. You know, Disney needs to like kind of match that, and and they do employ. Oh, I think it's like, I mean, these unions make up I like over like thirteen thousand cast members. I think it's a lot. It's yeah, thousands, I mean, it's, a, it's the largest single employer in Florida. Yeah, it's the thousands of cast members. And so, you know, obviously negotiations will go back and forth, but Disney's very, they're not budging really yet, at least. Um, but on another note, Universal Orlando is increasing their starting pay to $17 per hour starting June 4th. I do like how they just randomly, like Universal just, will just, do this. We'll go ahead and do that. Disney gets in something that's like, by the way, we're just going to do this. Right. I, they may, now I don't know if they have a union with their workers like disney does i've never i've never heard excuse me never heard anything in terms of a negotiation so they may not Mm uh so i'm not sure on that that's something i'm not sure but it it is interesting to see that but but it's not a universal show so we can talk about that on the next one we will find out we'll find out but um yeah yeah, it's it's just it's interesting to see these negotiations and and everything but um well it's not uncommon and and the thing is it's a bad time for disney because again i mean we talk about many different areas it's not the best time to have this fight given, you know, the economy. Right. A lot of things aren't looking the brightest in terms of, you know, like the the, the, the parks are still doing well, but mm-hmm. a lot of the other stuff is kind of trending the way they don't want to go. Public, you know, image you know, hurt a little bit. So this is something I don't think Disney wants to get into a long, you know, battle about this. But I also don't think that they're probably looking at it, just looking at the cost and they don't want to get into that either. So yeah. probably like how it usually goes, it'll go till you know midnight of deadline, and then something will get, uh, you know, come to a resolution on very very quickly. Yeah, yes. some <laughs> these things tend to go. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the the news we're going to talk about today. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, but before we get to our uh, discussion or Jamie's review slash discussion <laughs> of uh, Cinderella's royal table, mm-hmm. uh, we do have a poll time. Poll time. That's so cute. I love that. Okay. Well, today, uh, the or the question I asked this week in the Capture the Magic Community Facebook group to all of the members was a favorite land edition. And I'm going to do this for all of the parks. I started with Hollywood Studios. So I just asked, what is your favorite land at Hollywood Studios? And I asked this question about a year and a half ago, I think. And I wanted to see if it changed or not. Um, And it did, actually. So the biggest one was 36% said Sunset Boulevard. And that's Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, you know, even Lightning McQueen. I'll Mm -hmm. include that one over there. Um, 20% said uh, Toy Story Land. Uh, 31% said Galaxy's Edge. Uh, 10% said Hollywood Boulevard. So that's the park entrance, the shops, all the way up to the Chinese Theater. And then we've got, let's see, 2% said Grand Park, which is Muppet Vision 3D, Pizza Rizzo. And then uh, 1% said Animation Courtyard, Disney Junior Dance Party, Launch Bay. And 0% for Commissary Lane, which is ABC Commissary and Baseline Tap House. And 0% for Echo Lake. Which is Hollywood and Vine, fifties prime time. Well, they yeah. got zero, um, but yeah. Last time I did this, Galaxy's Edge got the got the top spot, and this this time it did not. I'm not too surprised. I think the longer Galaxy's Edge goes on, 
uh, it wanes a bit. And I mean, the newness factor wears off. Well, that's part of it. Yeah. And part of it, again, I've talked about this before. I think Star Wars is a uh, lagging brand, you could say. I don't think it's near as strong as it was a decade ago. So I think there's that in there as well. Well, you know, Sunset Boulevard has, I mean, it's been there forever. And they, the end of the of the street, you have the Tower of Terror and it's very, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's you know, I don't know if you're going to call it a park icon. I guess you could. Chinese theater was for so long. And I think it's, I just feel like it's moved to that one. So having the park icon on that one street is, yeah, it's going to be popular. Yeah. Kind of like the way Main Street's popular. You see the castle at the end, you know. Um, right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I'm not, I guess I'm really surprised that it switched from Galaxy's Edge, but You're just outraged. I am, I am outraged. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy because Tower of Terror is my favorite ride, so I picked it. <laughs> well, there you go. You guys made Jamie happy. Thanks, guys. There we go. <laughs> uh, if you want to be part of the next poll time, you can join the Capture Magic Facebook community, mm-hmm. or you can also. Uh, find them on Instagram. Jamie posts them on Instagram. Yep. And so our Instagram is at cap the magic and she posts those there. So either way you can do those to be part of the next poll time and have your voice heard. And the poll time and Instagram, by the way, reflected the same information. It, the percentages were different, but it was still Sunset Boulevard, then Galaxy's Edge, and then Toy Story Land. So just FYI. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on to our review of Cinderella's Royal Table. So this week, by the way, was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And we had a very romantic Valentine's Day in that we didn't really do anything because I still didn't feel good <laughs> most of the time we were there. And we were mostly doing a bunch of stuff with your sister and you know her nie- or our niece is a year younger than our daughter. So they were doing stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day, I uh, graciously as a gift was like, you take our daughter and I will take our son because uh, he would not enjoy this and would probably just be really loud. So that's, uh, that's what we did. I took, I took him and we, mm-hmm. we did some things at the hotel and you took, uh, our lovely daughter to Cinderella's Royal Table for breakfast on Valentine's Day. With, uh, with all the other princesses that did Bibbidi Bobby Boutique. Um, but we'll talk about that on a different day. Yes, we will. Re- our daughter did do Bibbidi Bobbidi, <laughs> which we will review probably next week. Yeah, we'll do yeah, next year. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So, um, to start off with, um, <laughs> I guess what is Cinderella's Royal Table? Yeah. So Cinderella's Royal Table is basically the meal that's inside the Cinderella's castle. I mean, that's, it's claim to fame, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, you, it's, it's just like a fairy tale dining experience is kind of how they, they, uh, describe it. Um, it's, I mean, the kind of food you get is very much like, I mean, you have like French toast, you've got eggs, you've got beef tenderloin, you've got traditional breakfast things. Um, and I'm not going to talk about lunch or dinner because I, I, I can't attest to that because it's been forever since I had dinner there. So I'm just going to talk about breakfast. But um, I'll go over the menu here in just a minute. But so when you when you check in, you go into the basically into the castle area. But it's in this room with like a kind of a large ceiling. And the first thing you do is you meet, uh, at least what we did for this day, we, we meet Cinderella and Prince Charming. They're out greeting guests as we you walk in the restaurant oh. and you're supposed to kind of wait in this area until they call you upstairs okay okay and uh, we didn't get this but they're supposed to give you this like little card that's like a 
royal coronation thing. We never got one, so I can't really, I can't share what it said. Um, but that's what you're supposed to give your server. But anyway, so, so technically, you crashed the party. I crashed the you party. You were not invited. No. Um, but uh, we got some good pictures with Cinderella and Prince Charming. Um, our daughter took, was in the picture with them, and she, you know, she's dressed. I won't tell you what she's dressed as yet, but she's dressed in her Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique. Um, outfits, they did so that this beautiful. morning before. Breakfast. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so yeah, so they called our party to go upstairs, and we had a little bit of a kerfuffle. So we had two reservations. We had a group of eight and a group of six. Wait, is this where dining with Disney with large parties happens? <laughs> is, that what, is that what this is? That is correct. Okay. Okay. It so, lives on. <laughs> so we had some people cancel at the last minute and weren't able to come. But because this is a prepaid meal, and I'll talk about that in a second, um, my sister was said, okay, well, let's get some people that weren't going to come just join us instead so we don't have to, like, figure out, like, refunds and, and messing up the reservations. So, uh, so we had a, a group of eight and a group of six, and it was all prepaid. And so we just kind of went into the restaurant that way. They did not have our tables together. Um, one was kind of an upper level. One was in a lower level. They were a little, like, kind of semi-close, but on a different level. It didn't, it, it wasn't together. You couldn't really have conversations with each, with each other. With each other right. Which is, I mean, it is what it is with that. But my sister was kind of disappointed. I guess she thought that we were all going to be sitting together. Um, anyway, so uh, this, the breakfast is just Cinderella and you know, Prince Charming. There are no other princesses right now until February 28th. And that is when the whole princess, you know, promenade thing day. is coming back. So there'll be more princesses there like they did before uh, the pandemic. So, okay. Um, so this is just Cinderella right now. All uh, right. Breakfast is uh, $45 per adult and $29 per child. And it is a prefix menu. So you have, um, you get a pastry plate and that just is a sort of pastry. So there was like a, a Mickey shaped uh, blueberry muffin, a cinnamon, like cinnamon rolls and the different kind of um, like turnover. I think it's like a cherry turnover. Um, and you have a couple of those per, per uh, table. So it's a couple of plates and then they bring out the entrees and you have um, a few to choose from. So I chose the, um, which is not a good idea for me. Well, I chose the baked quiche and the baked quiche was goat cheese, spinach, and mushroom quiche with a dollop of goat cheese cream served with arugula. I can't say that word and roasted bell peppers. Um, okay. what were the other options? you could get? So the, the other option you can get, you can get avocado toast, you could get apple stuffed French toast. You can get beef, beef tenderloin and egg, oh. shrimp and grits, or a traditional breakfast of eggs, sausage, bacon, and potatoes. Okay. Why did I pick the quiche, you that's, ask? That's a good question. Why did you? Um, I had a previous trip tales. Uh, I want to say it was last fall, maybe. Maybe it was the summer. I can't remember exactly, but I know she had the quiche and she loved it. So I was like, oh, I will have the quiche. But do you like quiche in general? I don't mind quiche. Oh, okay. I really don't. I, I I mean like it's it's I mean it's like a lot of egg, which mm-hmm. egg isn't my favorite, but it just depends on what's in it. This quiche was not very good. Was it dry? Um well first of all it was cold. 
when well, it came out. Usually not good. It was cold when it came out. So were the potatoes that they because they give you like uh, what do they call them? Not hand potatoes. <laughs> That's not the like right breakfast potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't it. Uh, home fries or they call them like home fries oh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hand potatoes. Hey. <laughs> I look. That's I not do like the some right good term. Hand potatoes. <laughs> That's not one. I don't know. I'm gonna go to a restaurant. And be like, <laughs> give me some... your finest hand potatoes, please, sir. <laughs> and they're gonna be like, the... coming right up, sir. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a very fancy restaurant. Why did I say hand? That's not even. It's a thing now. That's though. not a thing. Don't worry. That's not a thing. We are going to have <laughs> the corner, the market cornered on hand potatoes. <laughs> That's not. Anyway, um, so. Yeah, the, the like I said, the quiche wasn't wasn't especially good. Um, I would not get it again, but again, it it was cold and like it's not very big. I was like, gonna it's ask, pretty was small. It, could you get more of something if you wanted it? Um, I did not ask because I did not want more. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't think that I, I honestly, I don't think it's set up like Topolino's. But again, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Right. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. But I could be wrong. Um. So uh, a couple of the people on the at the table had the shrimp and grits. Where they, which they said that it was really good. I think my mom had shrimp and grits too, and she said she liked it. Um, that would require one to like grits, though. Right, exactly. Uh, the beef, beef tenderloin and the egg also a good choice. Um, I don't think anybody had the French toast at our table, uh, but the kids did get the Mickey waffles and the let's see, our daughter got yogurt and fruit, and she had a couple of bites of the waffle couple of bites of the yogurt and she was too distracted by everything else going on. So I, that was more than I expected because our daughter, how she I is. love her more than life, but that girl <laughs> does not eat at restaurants. Nope. Like we go in there going, it is specifically for the experience because yeah. and normally if our son's with us, he kind of makes up the difference and he'll eat a lot of her food. But yeah, yeah, she she does not eat much, especially when she's distracted by princesses and cousins who are there to play. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. She waits until nine um, o'clock at night to go, I'm starving. And then wants to eat everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we had all that and then, um, you can get some specialty wine cocktails. Um, I think it's an upcharge. Yeah, it's an upcharge. Um, and you can, you get like uh, soft drinks, coffee, tea, lemonade, juice is all included in the price of the meal. And by the way, the price is tax and gratuity included. So when you're there, you don't have to pay anything. It's all prepaid beforehand. Well, that's nice, except that's for trying nice. to handle that with a big party. Um, our service wasn't the best. I was going to ask about that. I wonder how the service would be knowing that the tip's already there. There's really no motivation um, to you know, go way out of your way. Right. And maybe, maybe that was the reason. Maybe like they just don't have as much... Um, I mean, um, it's human. I don't know. It's human nature. If you're if you're telling somebody, I mean, I'm not saying everybody, and I'm not saying this is exactly what happened, but it's like if you tell somebody you already have a twenty percent tip, mm-hmm. not that you're going to do a bad job, but I think your motivation intrinsically would be a little bit less like, well, I already have a twenty percent tip, so right, you know, right. Um, the food came out quickly after we ordered, um, so at least that was good. But yeah, the service was just it was just kind of. It was just kind of subpar, and he, and I don't know. You can just tell when someone's got a big group. They just, they're just, it's not their favorite. Oh, Disney hates it. Yeah. Um, if you've listened, you know, if you're new to the show, you may not have heard this before, but we've we've talked about dining with big groups. I would say 
since COVID, at least five, six times, if not more. I'm probably there's probably more that I'm just forgetting. Mm-hmm. And I can't say any of them were a great dining experience. In terms, some of it, the food was good, but in terms of the service, most of the time it is just not good. It's just more complicated, and it's like they it's just. A lot of it's weird because planning. you know a lot of people come to Disney and eat in large mm-hmm. groups. That's not an uncommon thing. And we've talked about this before, so yeah. we won't go into it. Too I know much, it's just one of those things where the the trend is seems to be holding very true. Yeah, and the kids they did have a little coloring sheet they could do. Got a crayon with a little coloring sheet. Well, that's so, good. So that was nice. Um, but I gotta say, like sitting in the castle and eating breakfast, it was a cool. It was a cool experience. I think I would like to try actual like a like a dinner, um, not lunch, but I think I would like to try dinner there, um, just because I think it would be I think it would actually be kind of romantic. Maybe yeah. you know if it was like just you and I, and like you know when the princesses come back. So I think I think once the princesses are back, it'll improve on the experience because again, you know my dish wasn't that great. Other people had a, had a better experience, but. You know, we were kind of rushed through downstairs with Cinderella and, and Prince Charming. Um, you know, how was the the princess stuff? I mean, it was fine. It was very it was very quick, and they were they were nice and everything. But there was a whole big line behind us. Right, we were trying to get them through quickly. Um, and then um, somebody mentioned, <laughs> I think somebody mentioned on Instagram that they had like Cinderella comes through, like walks through with the Prince Charming. We d- that didn't happen. When we were there. Oh, really? So I did not see this. That's usually what they do. They yeah, yeah, they did not walk through when we were there. I don't know why. I don't know. Those are bad party guests. It's probably because <laughs> you didn't bring your invitation. Probably, that must have been it. Yeah. That must have been it. Um, but we were, yeah, it was kind of a rushed experience because we, our appointment, our appointment, <laughs> our reservation was at 9.15. We were late because we, were, we weren't done with Bibbidi Bobbidi until 9.30. And uh, we were out of there before 10.30. Okay. So less than an hour. I mean, I don't know. It just kind of felt rushed with a big group that was kind of rushed. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like it was, it was fine. It was fine. The food for me wasn't that great. See, being in the castle was cool. Seeing Cinderella was cool, but it, it left me feeling like lacking because I look at a character meal like this where, I know it's just one character meal of Cinderella and then I look at Topolino's, where I love the food there. I know the food is good. The character interaction is amazing. And it's literally, I think Topolino's is still $42 per adult, right? Or has it gone up to Last 45 Last I checked. I haven't looked lately. Okay. But, yeah. Regardless, it's about the same price. And I'm going, well, I'm going to choose Topolino's every time. Now, I know two experiences are going to be different. Like, I can't, you shouldn't compare them because they're going to be, like, different kind of experience. And eating in the castle itself is special. But for me, I don't know. Like, once the princesses come back, I think I I will like this more. See, if you're talking about, like, a um, romantic experience, I would, for the, the things that I have heard, I've heard very similar things about Cinderella's Royal Table and that it's not, mm-hmm. the food's not the best. It's like hit or miss. Like, some people like it, some people don't. Like, yeah. You know? But I would rather spend that money personally, like if you and I were to say have a date night, I would much rather go to Topolino's mm-hmm. and spend money there because we've eaten there a few times and every time it is great. I don't even mm-hmm. know. I'm sure it has happened. I haven't <laughs> heard anybody say they went there and had a terrible time. Or that the yeah. food wasn't good. I have a feeling mm-hmm. if their food wasn't good, they would make it right. Right. But yeah, I, I you know that's that's personally what I would think in terms of like a dinner something like that. Yeah. 
But. Yeah. So also, overall, well, also the tables and chairs were really close together. That's it. Oh, that's always gonna. So overall, <laughs> you you wouldn't say from your experience you would recommend it, or it just depends on what you're wanting. Um, if you got a little princess with you, you know, or or a prince or whoever, and they really want to eat in the castle, I would do breakfast because it's the cheapest option. Yeah. Um, but don't do it till the princesses come back, which is literally like in less than two weeks. So yeah, if you've got a true. reservation coming up where the princesses aren't going to be there, you may feel differently about, you know, what my experience is. Even if the food isn't as good and the service isn't good because of the princesses, you may find that you really like this. But I, I don't think that the food is stellar. I don't think it's outstanding. Um, but again, my, my personal one-time only opinion. Okay. Don't get the quiche. <laughs> Don't get the quiche. That's fair. That's fair. And probably good life advice in general. Because yeah. I've never really had any quiche. I've been like, that was amazing. But if you ask our daughter if she liked it, she said she, she'll say she loved it. Well, I'm sure. Because she's six and it's a castle. And she just had bibbidi Bobbity and, and she went to a castle. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so for her, great. So overall experience, you know, that, that was great. So again, it's, it's all about perspective. Indeed. That's my review. That's very true. That's my review about Cinderella. It's all about perspective. As is life, you know, (laughs) just sometimes. But (laughs) All right. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. Like I said, uh, we're going to be a little short here because I am a bit under the weather. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get off here and I'm going to go to bed. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. But Mm -hmm. So be sure to follow us on social media. Uh, Like we mentioned before, where you have Instagram at Cap the Magic and TikTok at Capture the Magic. And also we have the YouTube channel. We have video versions of the podcast. We have vlogs that come out each week typically. And this week will be a little delayed due to sickness and being at Disney. But we'll try and get one out this week. I mean, usually they come out on Wednesdays on the vlogs anyways. Uh, But yeah, so you can check those out. And if you like even more content from us, you can check out some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We have the Capture Magic Universal show. We talk about Universal Studios. and That is once a month. And we'll cover the news and uh, something that we've done in the parks there. Mm-hmm. as well so you can check that out uh we also have jamie's trip tales which she just had one come out on monday mm-hmm. i did and that is currently twice a month and if you want to be on trip tales uh you can go to ctmtriptales.com and fill out a form that says be on trip tales and because uh, you got to know she has to know bef- that you're going before you go mm-hmm. so you know to take notes and things like that so it's a good resource if you're planning a trip because it's a lot of different people from a lot of different perspectives trip planning and how it all went and everything like that. So you can learn a lot of information there. Mm-hmm. And then we have Outside the Bubble, which is our show about outside the Disney World and Universal Studios bubble. Uh, things a lot of, I mean, in Central Orlando. So if you're looking to do other things than just the theme parks, we can help you there as we try things here and there. So, but, uh, but yeah, so that will do it for the show. So thank you everybody for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Well, thank you. Thank you for, for sticking it out. You're welcome. And as Jamie always likes to say, We will see you in the parks. Bye.